friends, welcome back to Pretend World's Real People. As always, I'm Tyler, and I hope you had an amazing weekend, but also, more importantly, you're having an amazing start to the best month of the year, which is October. I am a huge Halloween nut. I'm super excited about this. I found out there's a brand new Spirit Halloween store by my house that has literally everything I've been wanting for, I don't know, five Halloweens now. So half my paycheck is going to go to that. Uh, outside of that, work-wise, it has been, oh, a huge whirlwind. I'll, I'll say this, I'm glad that, uh, one, I didn't give up, uh, you know, leaving my service job and just trying this whole career pivot wholeheartedly. I am very happy where things are going, and, uh, yeah, it's just been a lot of hard work, a lot of exhaustion, but it seems to be paying off, at least for right now. So, Ah, coming from somebody who spent the better part of 10 years trying and trying and trying and not really getting anywhere, please, if you're listening to this, no matter what you're doing, if you're not an actor, or if you are an actor, just just don't give up. So uh, that is my little intro pitch for this episode, but let's get right into business here. I am kicking off this Halloween season with a variety of very special spooky Halloween guests, starting with Mr. Fee Vu. He is a New Orleans-based actor who literally dances way into the entertainment industry and decided he was going to make a really fun pivot away from medical school and into the arts. And since then, he has nabbed a plethora of roles in films like Logan, Logan? I, <laughs> I can't even talk today. Logan, Pitch Perfect 2, Happy Death Day, and Happy Death Day to you with plenty more to come. He is just a really humble and fun guy to talk to. I, I just can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode, so let's get right into it. Let's sit down and chat with Mr. Fee Vu. Yo, what's up, guys? My name is Fee Vu. I'm Vietnamese, uh, American Vietnamese. I am an actor. Um, I've played in movies like uh, Happy Death Day and oncoming uh, pilot episodes. And I'm here to answer some questions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, biggest one comes first, dude. How the heck did you get into this job? Like this is, we can both agree, this is a weird business to get into right off the bat, especially, you know, on the acting side. So how did, how did you come into it? Yeah, I love this story all the time because, you know, um, when growing up, as a fellow uh, Asian, you know, with, with strict traditional parents, you know, I, I fought for the medical road and it, it wasn't for me. I went to, I went to a community college where I, <laughs> I had a feral one-on-one class with my wife, who is, you know, uh, my girlfriend at the time became my wife, but she's my high school sweetheart. Yeah. So we, we went to theater one-on-one, just a regular class. And for exam, we had to do a scene together. And then our professor said, "Hey, I'm gonna bring my agency in because he was an actor. Uh, you know, he was he was an actor who was working under an agency. And for the final exam, he brought them in. Little behold, they gave me a call back and wanted to work with me, uh, and just gave me through me like an audition, right? And just like, hey, let's. It was like I think it was NCIS or something, you know, interview kind of interrogation kind of scene. And from then, I worked with them." Um, and then we, we, we let off, I moved on after booking Pitch Perfect 2 as a dancer principal role. Uh, and then from then on, I, I kind of just got into it, like acting wise. So I know I never was an aspiring actor, nor, um, 
was studying into acting. It's interesting enough. <laughs> Holy crap. Dancing was my first. Yeah, dancing was my thing, man. Dancing was like my, I studied on YouTube University in dancing. That's what, that's what happened. I, uh, it was a ca- open casting call in Baton Rouge, really big during that time, right? Because it's pitch perfect. Of course. And bruh, like it was insane. Like it was so much people out there. I was like number 654. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, no, with attack. And we just like dancing to Justin Bieber's um I Got Power by Well I Am and Justin Bieber. And yeah, I that's when I became a troublemaker. It was so it was like what was happening to my life right now, you know, kind of moment. It was insane. It was insane. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean honestly, you you just you fell right into it. That's it. did you dance before too? Like were you always kind of a like a, an avid kind of, you know, like maybe the guy that hangs out at parties and just, you know, decides he wants to dance because he's bored or something like that. Like, were you that kind of guy or did you, was, how did that yeah. come to be? That's, that's really interesting. Well, that sounds like you have a friend like that or someone, you know, like I am that guy. <laughs> oh, you're that guy. Yeah. Well, we can dance together the man one day. That, that sounds really funny. Uh, yeah, I, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So back in high school, um, I, I used to practice break dancing in the gym. I would skip class sometimes with my friends. Hey, you want to, you want to go, uh, you know, break dancing because you know the floors are so smooth and you can't, you know, do it in the hallway. Obviously. So we we practiced break dancing at that time. But I practiced choreography in 2010. Uh, you know, when Korean pop started to get a little bit into it, uh, into the YouTube game, and that's when I first started learning dancing. And then who were the choreographers? And I was like learning behind them through through YouTube, <laughs> through YouTube. Uh, and I became really well, uh, and really good to book enough, uh, good enough to book Pitch Perfect too as a dancer. So that was that was really cool. That was a really cool principle. Um, but yeah, I'm one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like you. <laughs> well, I, I'm not gonna. I mean, I don't know if my girlfriend appreciates it, but yeah, if I'm bored at like a family function, I'm gonna go somewhere. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna yeah, play yeah. around a little bit, <laughs> see see like, what happens. <laughs> dude it's, it's nothing wrong with it i mean you know when your bone moves the move man it's, yeah. it's a good thing it's a very healthy thing yeah um but yeah that's how i got into acting um so to continue then so after pitch perfect 2 I've, I've i've worked with another agency and then you know started working like day player roles on screen queens and like this fight with ice cube and like uh you know those you know it's crazy in, in in new orleans i'm very one of the few you know vietnamese people in the community very big community here very small but big you know kind of communities here um and you know it was a big deal that during that time vietnamese wasn't like going coming up there or even the asian wave right with, with filming and stuff it, you know it wasn't it wasn't uh prevalent but now i, I as you can see crazy rich asians and yeah. we got we got shang chi and all that stuff man it's it's, it's, it's popping big um so I kept auditioning until I got Happy Death Day, the first one. And uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, but they made me a lead into the second one, which I became the cause of the time loop. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was insane. That was, that was the, the pivotal moment of my career, you know. Yeah, that's, that's a big moment, too, especially with your trajectory. I mean, yeah, you, people do like people can do either like a couple of co-star roles day play roles move on to something else they can spend their like half their careers doing that and then get into yeah. something else did you have yeah. any hesitancy when like the second happy death day came about and they're like hey uh yeah you're you're like a primary character in this movie dude <laughs> dude well the director believed in me so much so i you know i mm-hmm. took that honor I was, all right i got you man like uh, i'm gonna work hard i'll do what i do the best i can yeah. um yeah so uh, it was a lot of pressure of course and as any profession 
there's always going to be pressure and how we handle the pressure is it becomes a professionalism, right? It's like, oh, wow, he can handle himself under all this. Everyone's watching him or him or her. I think that's the biggest part for me. I've, um, I have a lot of support from my wife. She, you know, she was there for me reading the, the, the whole script, interpreting the character, give me some, some tips, you know, like she was basically my acting coach. She's basically my acting coach. Yeah, literally, <laughs> uh, because she's really brutally honest with me. And that's what I need. That's what anyone needs, right? You need to be brutally honest. Yeah. I'm doing a tape audition. She's like, now nah, it looks fake. I'm like, oh, damn, that hurts my feelings, but I got to keep going. So, you know, that I needed her. So she's the one that actually like grew me as a person or as an actor in this whole career thing, you know, and she's, she's been really, really at it with me, you know. And yeah, so I dealt with the pressure. Uh, I think it was really fine. Uh, I enjoyed set a lot. It was, it was, it was something. It was really something. At one point, I'll, I'll show you a little fun story. Yeah, I told the director, "Hey, listen, I only got two hours of sleep last night. I don't know why, and it was like one of the hardest days for me on the scene. So I took micro naps throughout the whole like time, like fifteen minute increments. Okay, scene, uh, scene four or whatever. I'm like, I'm up. I'm like drinking like caffeine." I'm like, because I was so excited. I don't know. Have you had that before where you like, you're so excited you can't sleep. And then you're like, oh, oh dang it. Like I, that's what, that's, oh. that's what happened. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, dude that was me uh, two nights ago. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> you're up at three. You're like, all right, I'm just going to get up. Nothing, it's not going to happen. I got to get up for this. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, yeah, I'm happy we want to see but with dancing and that as well. Um, but yeah, I've learned to relax a little bit more. Um, all right, Mumble, you can go. No more barking, okay? Um, so where, where are we at? Oh, yeah. Uh, this. So, yeah, working on Happy Daddy 2. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a life-changing experience. And I think I think it was uh, really, really fun. Really fun, man. Just extraordinary. And you know what? You started out in a region that I don't think we've covered a whole lot in the show as far as like guests go, man. Working in uh, like New Orleans, Louisiana, like that part mm-hmm. of, of the Southeast area. What was it like? kind of building a, a career for yourself. I mean, obviously you, you were getting jobs and, and, and booking these really awesome parts, but uh, I guess in comparison to where I'm sure you're probably in LA right now, right? Like what, what are some big standouts <laughs> as far as New Orleans and like Los Angeles or Atlanta and Los Angeles? What are, what are those big differences you've noticed? Okay. So I saw the first one with, uh, you know, South Hollywood when, when I was, yeah, I think they were filming a lot. I think about three, four years ago when I just got into acting, and it was like, oh, Tremaine's filming this, NCIS and all that. But what I've noticed is is it was a lot of opportunity for local, like day player, three-day player, some supporting roles and very minimal lead roles. But getting work-wise, yes, it was it was happening. Because when I was in class, um, I, I took a acting class recommended by my first agency when I worked with them. And it was really cool. But that's when I noticed people from LA, they were like, they were coming from LA to New Orleans because one, LA is too expensive. And number two, it was just hard of a competition. So what happens, right? When you have experienced LA actors in New Orleans, you're most likely going to get booked over the others because you're LA trained, I guess you can say. I mean, they work really hard. That's what they do there, man. Like it, it is what it is. Um, but during that time coming up, yeah, I see filming a lot more. I mean, one of the, the biggest shows here is, I, I believe it's the original. Yeah. Uh, that's my oh, vampire. Yeah, diaries. I see breakdowns dude. for that constantly. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's, yeah, I, I need to watch it. But I, I, I read a lot about it, and it's it's a good concept. It reminds me of a lot of this anime on Naruto. Um, but yeah, so one, I'm not in uh, LA no more because 
It is too expensive. But number two, I I, I got a, an agent and manager from LA. That's what I just needed. And and most of the times now, because of COVID, everyone wants to do tape auditions. It's just easy to just kind of go, you know? Yeah. So that's actually a positive for me because, you know, I want to raise a family here with my wife and my grandparents and what, whatnot, you know? And I want that, you know? It, it would be really hard if, if that was, you know, the other case we live in LA. But no, I miss LA. Don't get me don't get me wrong. I miss it so much. Uh, <laughs> the, the nature part, the nature part, I miss the most. And some of the food. Oh yeah, the food's good. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, my wife and I, we love food, man. That's that's our thing, man. Pizza, oh yeah, what do you what do you burgers. guys get down on? What's your what's your go to? Go to uh, Leo's. We go to Leo. Oh, you talking about like LA? Food I mean, general? just like oh, as far as oh. LA food goes, man. Is there is there a place that when I go out there, I should check out? Okay. I'm a Korean fried chicken fan, but BBQ chicken, it's fire, man. Like crispy. Mm. Oh my God. Like, I mean, if you, if you're not, if you, yeah, I don't know if you're vegan or you're, uh, Oh vegan. no, no, I eat everything. <laughs> okay. okay. Donut friends, bro. Donut friends are vegan donuts. I blew my mind. Oh my Jesus. Oh my oh. So good. Okay. Dude, don't do, do, do vegan donuts. You could think you're like, wait, why? How? Yeah. Vegan? No, vegan donuts are the, 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 the goat. It's the goat, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> Crazy. No way. And, my mom, actually my wife she she's the one that looked at all these amazing places and nature and stuff you know while i was working so you know i had a lot to thank her for like she said oh let's try this new place i'm like all right what is it boom 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 boom. we try and like tacos uh uh what's uh, so sonora town was really good oh my gosh that was good mexican food all right so back to the thing i know i'm going on tangents oh no 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 uh, I, I had to bring you onto that tangent because i just i had to know uh, but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love food, bro. <laughs> food, is, food, is, food is life, I'm telling you. Um, but so let's see, I, I didn't answer your question. So how, how was how South Hollywood kind of building up and compared to Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta, I know, was bigger than us. Um, but I think I think Atlanta's obviously bigger and it's more of a hub than New Orleans. And New Orleans is more of a tourist place, right? Mm-hmm. And where 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 places to film because we have the historic, you know, landmark of the French and the buildings. It was beautiful. So I, I, I think that's probably why. But I think Atlanta has the more the hub city, you know, of South Hollywood. But we're better. Don't don't say anything. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got hospitality over there. <laughs> yeah, don't tell no, that's, no. that's a no. That's really cool. Honestly, I, I've I've noticed a lot of breakdowns for Louisiana recently, more more so recently than ever before. So it sounds like you know you guys are still getting a lot of work going your way. I mean, do you have anything coming down the pipeline that? Uh, that either you're yeah. auditioning for you don't have to mention like titles but have you noticed yeah. like a a boost in like film breakdowns or tv breakdowns oh yeah 100 yeah. um this famous book called the sympathizer it's uh i think it's called a uh, caucasian male yes no he's a mix yeah yeah but the sympathizer you you know yeah. about that it's a vietnam yeah. war kind of thing hey yeah. look at me look at look at me being i auditioned <laughs> for this yeah me being that show yeah but i'll do it because it was it was such an honor to do to play these characters you know or, yeah. or do the audition but you know, I said, man, listen, man, you gonna put me in there? I mean, I love clown me. <laughs> you know, I, it's it's one of those moments. I think four years ago, it was like you get that moment, like, wait, Lucy's Chinese, but why? Why did they give me an audition for this? Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, as a job, as a job as an uh, an actor, it's not about booking it. I mean, yeah, you you book it to make money, but I think the core job is to do your homework and do the audition and make a fan for the casting director. Because yeah, sure, you're not you know fitting for the role sometimes i think oh i'm wasting my time but i'll do it anyway because you know what let me get into the skin let me be this thing and 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 have fun with it that is part of 
an actor's job, you know, like just to have fun with these characters and to show face that, that you, you are a professional because I think that they submit you into the casting network and then the casting director says, oh, okay, uh, let's have these people audition for the role. So submission, right? And then acceptance and then throw the auditions out to the, the selected actors to audition for. So in, in a sense, they want to see me audition, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll, I'll do it and I'll see where it goes. And no expectations, just just go at it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other work that I'm really excited for, I recently went to Vietnam for a pilot. Uh, it was, that was incredible. Whoa, man, Vietnam. I haven't been to Vietnam since I was seven. And I'm filming like, I think I, I was like, yeah, I'm like one of the main characters in there. Wow. It's called Early Risers. Yeah, yeah. And it talks about expats in 2008. Um, so 2008, you know, we got the market crash and the economy. So we got these expats, which is um, just people from out the, you know, foreign country that are expats going to Vietnam and living for a cheap. And I play one of the characters who's, um, I think Elon Musk follows him or something like that, but he's really cool. His name is Trung Van. Um, he's one of the sub writers, but definitely one of the characters I play as him when he, when he lived his life in Vietnam in 2008. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I played the dancer, the, the, the guy that whoa, at parties like 50 cent beers and oh man, dude, that was, <laughs> dude, that's, so I think we filmed like two episodes and they're like trying to pitch it right now. So I'm, I'm really like, I'm crossing my fingers, man. It's going to be such a fun show to work on. And oh that's my like, God. Yeah, dude, that was that's a good one. Yeah, I kept I'm, I'm, I kept I'm, seeing the breakdowns for that. Yeah, it must mm-hmm. have been a while ago now, but it, it sounded like a great project. Like I, I'm I'm gonna put that out there, man. Like you guys get picked up, you start <laughs> like just push it through, you know, multiple seasons. Get that get that stuff in order, dude. That's a, and then the sympathizer is, I think that has Downey in it. Oh yeah, that has Downey in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that, that, that's what makes me so excited, right? Because yeah. we have someone that that has a name. But he he wants to work on this kind, con- and it's a good, great project, you know. Um, I don't know if you read the book. I haven't read the book, but you know no. what it's about. So basically, it's about uh, during the war, he plays as a double agent. I think for the North Convict uh, and, and intelligence, and he's like playing both sides basically. And he's the simple uh, sympathizer guy. And I heard the book's really good because I was doing my homework as an actor, right? Like, what is the book and yeah. what is it about? And um, yeah, it's it's really good, but. Uh, on a tangent, another project that I just finished, which uh, which they want to submit in Sundance Festival, which is like I'm like really excited for. Um, it's it's called it's Untitled Getaway Driver, but it's it's a based on a true story. I'll tell you the true story. So the true story is in Orange County, there was a break, a uh, prison break. Uh, it was three felons. Uh, one was I think he was 20, 25 when he broke out. Yeah, twenty five. Guys, uh, another guy named uh, Bach, who's thirty six years old. And the Middle Eastern guy was like 32, and his name was Hussein. Mm. Hussein Bach and uh, Jonathan. They broke out of jail, a very high prison jail. Okay, they all had felons, <laughs> and um, they kidnapped or hold, held hostage a taxi driver. So in this story that we, in conceptual form, we we see the story behind in in captivity, in cold space, and what what does that feel like with with felons and and escape these and how do they live and how, what they're going to do next kind of thing. I think it's a really, it's one of those slow burn kind of movies, Yeah, you know, like it takes time and detail and colors, like really artsy. And I think for that one, that one had like, the, I had the prep for that one the most because it was such an emotional roller coaster. You know, I'm yeah. like sad. I'm like a kid. Like 
I, I play, um, I, I did what? A murder? Yeah. I shot somebody. Well, Jonathan did. Um, the guy who escaped prison, he was, he, he's charged with a felon. He's only, he, at what, 16 years old, he went to juvenile, then transferred to prison because he did a drive-by in, in Garden Grove or somewhere in LA. Whoa. So yeah, so this is a, this is a big deal. And I guess what I'm portraying is what? Just a kid. He's just a kid, man. Like, but, but he did something wrong, but there's a vessel in there. It's, it's to humanize. It's not to justify, right? These yeah. felonies, but it's just to see what's it like in their position. So yeah, that one, I am very anticipated. I think it's going to be released in January. Yeah, that one's going to be January, February around there. Um, dude, yeah, that was that was that was an epic film. I'm talking about like Whoa. gritty, gritty, like like dude, like oh my god, it's like it's like one of the movies where you're kind of like this, you're like well, man, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, not edge of your seat, but you're like tensed up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> And then um and the the one in playing Vietnam, it's one of those grab a beer and you drink and just like have fun watching it. It's like, oh my god, it's freaking goofy or this is this is Vietnam. That's what that's what this film is uh the pilot's gonna be like. It's gonna be like this is Vietnam, America. Yeah. Like this is how paradise is. Like on the cheap. <laughs> that, that's what it is. <laughs> oh my god. And those bro. are like those are very conflicting characters personality wise, right? I mean like the Obviously, the the job of an actor is to fulfill a character's like, uh, like fill up their skin and then just kind of embrace their personality. I'm I'm curious. I got to ask you, like, what's your prep like for roles like these, man? I mean, obviously, you have who like it's based on who these people are, but what's your intrinsic prep like? Like, what do you have to do to get your mind in that spot? So for for Trung, sometimes your 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 original like who you are as a person, your character, it is a character already, right? To other yeah. people. Um, it, that, that is actually one unique thing about every human being in the world. You are a character of yourself. That, that is one thing. But as far as for Jonathan, you know, who I had to study, I couldn't talk to him. I, I, I researched about him and I talked to people who actually knew him in high school. You know, I can't talk to a felon or, or we didn't have life rights, right? So yeah. I had to conceptualize who I want him to be inside of me. And, you know, it was sim very similar things when the, the director worked hand in hand with me. For mental work, I basically had to revisit ideas and, and, and imagine some things. But I think the most difficult part was I was, there was one point where I was like, man, I can't cry, right? Like, I can't, that was really hard. See, I had to cry in the, in the scene. I never done a crying scene before. But that one took a lot of prep because I had to get, the, I had to work these emotions, right? Like I started playing like sad songs, like and, and, and doing imagery. I do a lot of imagery, right? Like listen to songs and imagine things to a point where it, it almost happened. If that makes sense in your head, like you're conditioning. Yeah. So I do a lot of uh, in, uh, imagery conditioning. I do substitution. Uh, substitution would be like you, you took a real life experience, right? So you, you, you went through that, right? And you reimagined in your head. So it's kind of almost like plug and play, sort of, right? Well, I know, no, I never shot nobody, no, but uh, <laughs> I've, uh, I've, 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 I could imagine what it would be like um, and why I did that, right? And like, and 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 studied the behavior. So and also like, um, I do study the behavior of these characters. Like, mm. there is a reason why they do this, right? Why? Why is that? And I dig deeper and deeper. This is an emotional thing, right? It's an emotional. What kind of trauma you had? That's what basically happened. What trauma? And behaviors you were raised as a kid, and in your influences for you to do this. So then you have to build, you know, from the from the ground up. 
you know? And then that's how I usually prepare for um, on days work. Like, or I worked on Jonathan, that guy, I worked on him for like, I think half a year. So I, I had a good amount of time for him. <laughs> so I'm like, listen, I'm like, listen, uh, director. I mean, listen, I never shot nobody, but you know, I, I can feel it. I can feel it in here, but I can't feel it. But he helped me a lot. He he had his whole idea written. Dude, he had this project already ready like six months before he even talked to me. You know, so um, it was. I remember talking to him about the casting a little bit because it was interesting how he, he said at first he was like, "Yeah, you, when your audition team, it seemed like you were, you you've been in this already." I said, "That's kind of funny because I'm being thirty years old, right?" and looking i guess 20 right to some people's eyes or a young oh adult. easily look 20 yeah oh, thanks thanks yeah, we're in the it, same man. boat because I, I just turned 30 this year <laughs> oh yeah oh so you 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 found you found the fountain of youth oh okay cool. oh yeah just yeah we, we okay, use cool, that cool. same cream right <laughs> yeah 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 it's not a fountain it's actually cream. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so so behind the look um he he auditioned like 18 year olds before and it, it's it's really hard right for someone with that baggage like i'm talking about someone that was in a gang he, he was in that trail path and did a whole bunch of that it is hard for someone that young to be going to something and audition to it you know, it's, it's hard it's kind of hard to produce let's be honest here right so i've had something similar so i did substitute substitution you know i was in a family i don't think they were a gang when they were a family but it, that vibe was was there like the Rebulous, Vietnamese, lost Asian. I don't want to be a medical student, you know. Idea, yeah. so it kind of it kind of fell into me. I'm like, all right, I kind of, I kind of feel this kid. Like I know. So that's that was really cool. That as a choice, right? When you audition, you make choices, and then those choices, you just give it your best. And then if the casting director likes you, you go down. You you go you go to round two, and that's that's good enough. Round two is way more than good enough. Trust me. Cause like the the whole idea of auditioning is like brutal. When some people think they say, "Oh man, I can't. I keep auditioning. I don't know why I'm not booking." It's not, it's it's really not about booking. That's the thing, because I, I don't know if you know how the casting process works. Oh yeah, like with the whole. You know, yeah. Okay, then yeah, it's, it's not up to it's not up to the casting writer. Just letting you know, there's many rounds before you get picked. So many trust. Yeah, so many. Do <laughs> it's like a level ninety nine. Well, what's the most difficult video game? that you can explain i i, I can you like, bring it as a metaphor because i feel like that's how acting is it's like it's like playing an impossible game or something almost i feel like there's a game like probably when we were in high school that was on it was like it was a browser game you can get on google or something and like first level is <laughs> kind of easy right like oh cool i i got into i don't know whatever workshop whatever class but then each level you go up it becomes damn near impossible <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So we both understand. Okay, those browser games, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking so about. They, <laughs> they make it impossible so you can read the ads on the side. So they, that's what they get paid for, okay? So that's why. So they got us. They, they manipulated us a little bit. Um, <laughs> so have, yeah. you, have you watched uh, Happy Death Day and stuff? Yeah, man. So I, I watched, um, I think I watched Fist Fight first. And then I saw Happy Death Day later and saw you in that. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'll be honest, man, I've been doing this for, I've been in it for 10 years and I just started taking it seriously maybe five or six years ago. And that was yeah. about when, you know, I was seeing Happy Death Day and, and Fist Fight and Logan and seeing people who 
you know, are also like <laughs> ethnically ambiguous actors and perform, you know, like people like us who can fill certain spaces. And I was noticing that there was a, a jump in, uh, in like diversity, which is really cool. So yeah, when I saw happy death day, I'm like, this guy's, this guy's hilarious. Like this is like the first yeah. film. He's hilarious. He's awesome. Like, God, that'd be a cool role to, to fill up. And then second one came out and I, but you do, you killed it. <laughs> thanks man thanks i appreciate it man you know i i, I appreciate it thank you thanks yeah, you know course, um dude. trust me i i, I give myself a, a, a good c minus on 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 my performance you know i'm hindsighting a lot of what of my choices could have been but at the end of the day that's something that you're you're not supposed to do right like you, you just you learn from what you do and you, you move forward because you can do it well, you, what i'm gonna do rewind time you know, I could do that. <laughs> In the movie, I can't do that, but I can't do it now, bro. Can't do it now. Can you no, watch actually, yourself I though? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. I can. Okay. I, I can turn off my humanity and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy's good. Oh, he's like, you could have done better. You know, I have to. You know, I have to be on. I used to be. Um. Oh yeah, I used to be really hard on myself when it came to dancing because when I when I studied dancing and noted, I had no teacher, right? I studied dancing through a monitor, so I mimic. First, I mimic the, the the moves, what they do, where the choreographer says, who I looked up to, and I do it myself. And I'm like, and I look in the mirror. I'm like, no, that's not right. Come on, be honest with yourself. You know, this is supposed to be like this. It's sharp and, and hit hard. Dude, I was really, you know, like into my craft and dancing. But acting is a little bit different, obviously, because, yeah. uh, you know, it's physical and it's a mental performance. Like, it's, it's, it's a physicality. But, you know, I specialize in dance. I don't dance much as no more, but. I'll still bust out some moves. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> when the time is needed, actually, you know, in in um, you know, it's fine. I'll tell you. In the pilot I worked on, uh, early risers, fake dancing is actually harder than real dancing. I, like I just realized because I had to do it like what, freaking four times. I'm like, I'm like Zach, man, the director Zach uh, Merrick. I was like Zach, man, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you can. He's like, can you do one more? I'm like, one more, dude. I'm like dying, and it's like. Fake dancing, okay? Fake dancing or, or acting like you dance. Oh, my gosh. See, when you're at parties, right, you, we drink, we oh, have yeah. fun, and we're dancing, and we're hurting the next morning because the alcohol uh, <laughs> is a numb kind of – you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right? it's it a does downer. That. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. It breaks you down. <laughs> you don't feel anything in the day. You know, oh, my God, why is my back hurting the next day? Why am I sore? So, hey, you know – I'm not, I can't, you can't drink liquor on set, but actually I was drinking a uh, caffeine, a uh, green tea. Uh, oh, and, and I looked up, dude, I'm like, yeah. why am I getting so much cramps? I looked up, you get cramps if you drink too much green tea. So I'm, so this, this I'll tell you a little small of the scene. I'm drinking, right? I'm like, cause I'm like, I got hurt. I'm, I'm like hurt. I'm like, man, I don't want to drink. And these, it looks like, you know, Tennessee, but it's not, it's freaking green tea. They use green tea. So I'm dancing with a cramp. I'm dancing with a oh. cramp, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm look. I'm not gonna complain on set. I, I'm. A, I'm a tank. When I'm work, I'm at work. But damn, that that stuff was painful. Imagine that. Imagine that. You're drinking green tea. You're, yeah. My my belly is like full of it, and I'm like cramping. I'm like I feel like eight months. Pregnant. I'm like oh my gosh, this is this is crazy right now. I feel drunk when I even drunk. They couldn't so like dude. They couldn't dilute it for you. I mean, it's it's a diuretic. You're gonna be. Like crazy. Well, thanks for the idea. Now, thanks. Like, we should have done this podcast last year because <laughs> that was a good idea. Because oh people put God. like they'll put, um, I don't know, like black tea or something to fill in for whiskey. Every if someone doesn't want apple right. juice, 
Like, dude, right. give me the juice. At least it's not going <laughs> to suck the water out of my body. Like, this is going <laughs> to. You know? Dude, yeah. I, obviously, if I would have read that green tea, no, it was jasmine tea. Uh, not not your natural one, the processed one. So you're oh. you're, you're, you're going to get your cramps. Uh, I I thought it was something else. So that's why I looked on Google. I'm like, what what am I? What what? Why am I getting cramps? Looked on Google. Jasmine green tea. Too much cause cramps. All right, cool. That's it. And um, that was that was funny. Uh. No man, that film, dude, that pilot, dude. I'm like, I'm, I'm crossing things really hard, man. It's gonna be really fun. Like, it's like Hangover. It's like Hangover in Vietnam, but not really. But it's like that kind of vibe. <laughs> like, you party, it's crazy. Stop happening. You're like, what? What is that? It, it is like eye opening because yeah. um, it, it's it's America needs to see the new worlds, right? Like mm-hmm. Vietnam, Japan. We need to. They need some decent shows on that, man. You know, I that's that's why I would love to see diversity, right? Yeah. More and more of the culture. I mean, Game of Thrones. Look at Game of Thrones. That's culture in the the the, the English, right? That technically, the medieval times, right? Yeah. So I I think I think we're gonna reach a really good future with with cinema. I really think so, man. You know. Oh, I t- I totally agree. The way things, especially like hearing stuff from the Toronto International Film Festival this year, and like just mm. things that are coming up. They're like early risers, and the breakdowns are coming through for that. And there's all these like native mm. shows that I've been going out for. I'm like, this is this is great. Like this this is fantastic. But I agree. Like I'm sick of seeing um like vancouver covering for like colorado or something let's uh, go to another country like let's show off greenland you know like let's do let's do some other stuff i totally agree oh yeah man i mean look i i think i think it was one time i when i was when i first started auditioning and then i started to gradually see an audition uh, breakdown saying we're open to diversity when i first saw that because it was like, uh, you know, American named Carl, but they're open to, you know, cast, you know, they're willing to uh, let other diversity audition for the role. Yeah. So, and I think I think this is a great part of it. What's the biggest reaction right now that that I'm seeing that I'm like, I want to see how people react? It's Little Mermaid. That, that in itself, it's a big flip. Dude, it's like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, I, I mean, how do you feel about that? Oh, you know what? Like coming, it's funny, man. Like growing up in, uh, I, like, I didn't have my dad around, my biological dad. So I grew up in a predominantly like Caucasian family. So I never mm. felt like I belonged. And I grew up on, you know, watching Caucasian folks and these roles I, mm. I loved. So seeing this change at first was like, oh, this is kind of uncanny, you know, because you're not used to it. But I'm, right. I'm super pumped for it. There's uh, like my favorite comic book of all time is The Rocketeer. Uh, and I love that movie. So I'd love to play that character for a reboot. Like that's my version of like filling. Uh, it's a very. It's not. He's, he's googling it right now. It's one of those like low tier sort of comics, <laughs> but it's uh it's badass, man. Like, and speaking of which, like you you brought up the the diversity and the inclusivity. Like, who would you want to play that's not typically like a like an Asian uh, looking character? Or even if they were going to reboot something, like who would you want to do? Like Indiana Jones or like uh i don't know something like that you know you know i that that's really hard to say because honestly that that's i haven't even thought about it because i say man at the end of the day i think the emotion of the character really 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 the emotion the emotion the baseline of the character Mm -hmm. the story behind the character can carry the whole character itself so essentially what i i guess what i'm trying to say is as long as for me they carry the character you can carry them the, the baggage the weight 
that's what speaks to me. I don't care what the hell you look like, man. You got to carry it. That's all hell I care yeah. about, man. Like, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying, man. I'm here, to, I'm here to watch what you feel. I don't yeah. care what you look like, okay? Uh, because, I mean, that'll be a plus, right? If they can look like, okay, the Avatar, The Last Airbender, okay, you can look like I'm sure. Because I'm, I'm anticipating for that Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Now, I had to let it go. Because I actually auditioned for Jet. Um, oh, no I remember way. that. I can't tell you tell you much more than that, but yeah. <laughs> I can say I got this for Jack because that's Jack gonna be on there, right? Shit. But um, what 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 I wanted to expect is is yeah, they look young. That's cool. They 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 dropped the names of the characters who's gonna play it. Um, and oh, you, you watch Avatar: The Last Ever? Have you watched? I, I watched the one? original series ages ago, like probably 10 okay, or cool, cool. twelve years ago, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So you know the Avatar is the person who yeah. off. Okay. So Avatar Roku, um I can say this because it's on IMDB. C S Lee, who who actually works with me on uh, early risers, uh he plays a uh first lead and he's Avatar Roku. I just looked at up. I'm like no wait way, dude. I remember I remember um because I just look at all my castmates' credits, like what they've been in, just, just so we can talk about it, have fun with it, whatever. And who's Avatar Roku? I ain't saying anything. I'm just like, yeah, I'm sitting next to an Avatar right now. It's pretty cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I didn't even say anything about it. But um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was really, really fun. Uh, it's just a kind of like a little gift inside my heart to, to be next to him. He's, he's a really cool guy. He taught me a lot of wine things. So that's, that's what Oh, that's, really? That's great. Yeah, You're a wine guy. <laughs> Hey, I'm a wine guy now. Twenty dollars is the, the 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 most you should spend on the bottle of wine. Yeah, that's about on, the cap. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the cap. On very very special occasions, maybe you know, forty dollars is cool. I'm cool with that. Even then, it's on it's on clearance. Like, oh, it's down to forty. You know what? Let's let's yeah, do yeah. it. Let's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, discount because it looks the bottle is kind of old. You know, maybe maybe a little discount. Oh, it has a dink on it too, so that's five dollars off. Well, <laughs> I dude, got that's... every segment. It's uh, you brought up like, you know, when your friends score a job like that and how awesome it is. I mean, (laughs) I I don't know how to how to ask this, but uh, have you ever experienced, you know, like you're around people of your your group or your group of friends and someone isn't like that supportive friend? You know, if somebody books something and they're they're that that jealous person, like how do you how do you handle that within your group? I think that's pretty important for especially young actors to hear. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. So if, and that's a very common thing. I think it's a very natural human behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it depends on the, when you grow up uh, with good sportsmanship or not, yeah. that is the main thing. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. So in an agency, let's just say there's five to 10, let's say 20, 30, 40, of the same maybe looking uh, Caucasian guy, they all get the same what audition, and essentially you're there. I think some of them might overhear. They say, "Oh, it's like a competition. Uh, it's like it's like a lottery ticket." And when I hear that, I'm like, "Dang, I, I, can't, I can't I can't understand it, but I can feel what you're saying because I'm the only maybe one or two Asian pre- people in my roster. So essentially, later on, it's going to get." obviously packed and that's okay because i and at the at the end of the day for me i i felt that before right i felt that fear of missing out before like someone booked the wall i'm like why am i feeling like this i remember feeling like that it was like like two years ago i'm like dang that person's been working a lot so at the end of the day you have to be happy for them 
and be inspired by like, man, I got, I got, I got to catch up, man. What am I doing? You know, they, they must've been working. They have been working, right? They must've been doing something right. And I think something right is consistency. I think one actor told me it's about the, the right timing. If you continue to do the work and make fans on the cast directors, you eventually will get booked because obviously the cast director said, yeah, let him, let him, I want him to audition. I want to see what he got. They want you to. So if you book out, I mean, if you're like, if you, uh, what's that called? If you do a no show or no oh, tape, yeah. that's, that's, that's kind of a red flag. And they're like, wow, I kind of, I was kind of waiting for it. So maybe I shouldn't do it next time. You know? Uh, I have been, have I been, I've been around one person that kind of uh, felt, they said felt left out because that person played the character, uh, you know, in, in one of the, the things I was in and they felt like left out and mm. it's more left out than more like a salty vibe. So, and that's okay to feel, you know, you, anyone could feel left out. That's, that's totally fine. Um, but at the end of the day, I say for myself, man, like, you know, and other people that are just getting into acting, I say. I say just be a good sport, man, and and keep doing your homework, keep doing your auditions, and bring good vibes because that's what we're here for, man. We're here for good vibes because that that's that's the way to go, man. You gotta be positive, bro. You gotta go in, do your homework, say what's up, casting director. Peace, bro. I'm done. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's literally it. Hey, what's up? All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. We have a thousand people to see. I, I, I shit. I'll be honest. I I I would. I don't know how I do that job. I'm just like. You know, I'll be dead. I'll, I'll be. Oh, burnt. could you I'll imagine? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I can't even say. I can't even say a hundred without dying inside. Like I, I, I give it up to them. They are strong as hell, dude. Like, and I feel bad sometimes. I sometimes I mess up with my homework, man. Like some audition, I'm like, man, I didn't do my homework. I gotta, you know, I feel like I wasted the time. Yeah. And I, you know, I own up to that because you know, I own up to, to things I mess up on because that's the only way you can grow. Like, if you know you did a bad job, own up to it. I even text my agent. Like, Man, like, I messed up. <laughs> like, I feel like I've done, I've done great deeds. Okay, and sometimes <laughs> I feel good about audition. Like, dude, yeah, she laughed. They laughed. We had, we had a good time. Yeah, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters, man. Yeah. Well, and this is like a, a quick thing to just ask because it's it's funny seeing how the world has shifted within this industry. But what do you prefer? Do you prefer like in person auditions or you prefer self tapes? You know what? I actually prefer self tapes. I really do because at the end of the day. It's not theater, right? In my opinion, it's about taping. And you know, as and as actors, you know, we we can at least alleviate some anxiety. I think anxiety, yeah, anxiety and stress ages you. And when you're in person with them, for some like me, it does give me anxiety. But if I've seen that cast director many, many, many times, I'd be more comfortable. But I think both is great because no matter what, you're gonna be on set anyway, right? And more than one person's gonna be looking at you. And all of it was really good. Yeah. So that's actually a good thing. But I prefer tape because I actually like observing my my choices as an act. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm like watching myself. I'm like, okay, that looks good. Okay, that was bad. I'm going to delete that one. You know, like I get to, you know, be an audience. And I like that uh, for myself. So you can't do that with, you know, live live audition because you get to kind of like, what, register, like journal, right? You have to journal after your audition. Like, okay, I did bad or good. But but at the end of the day, it, it, you're going to be end up on the screen. So how you look, how you perform, what you say, how you enunciate, whatever it is, that's going to count like the most. So I, I really like taping. It's very convenient for a lot of people, you know? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. How's yeah. your how's your setup, by the way? I know the home and office setups were, you couldn't find a ring light 
like mid pandemic for less than probably 200 bucks <laughs> dude <laughs> i had my like oh i had to reinvest because the, the you know the bigger soft lamps like yeah. i used to have those i was like man it's not it's not good no more so what i do i just uh, i brought like this way two years ago it's, it's the led one where you control temperature and lighting and i just like do this oh, wow. like i don't put it to the face i just do a shadow like this and then like it it captures like perfectly but as long as um my background sometimes I use a bed sheet but sometimes i really like the you know like it's like a really nice you in photography when you go into a room they have that big 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 um colored gray oh like cardboard. the big uh backdrop like the slate backdrop yes. yeah yes slate yes i had one of those but uh i think my dog did something <laughs> like, i'm like bro like why now now i gotta get a new one so i'm waiting for that but yeah, um, I'm really not big on quality on on film as long as it's good enough. Yeah. You can understand what I'm saying, um, and nothing looks too distracting to the face, you know, or, or actually the clothes, right? And I'm I'm okay. But I spent actually clothes. No, I I choose my own outfit for the characters. Like I'm like, all right, this look like him. That makes me feel like him. I'll do it. I don't care, you know. And 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 this is the crazy part. I'm gonna show you the audition I did for Getaway Driver, the one that worked in LA, the one the prison break. I shaved my head for that because he had shaved head, okay. and I, and I felt and I've I've been I've been buzz cut before, you know, like like this, yeah, I've been like that before, and I felt it, and I was like, dang man, this that was well, I was part of the, you know, I mean, dude, the free the guy from um, what's his name, it, yeah, he came in uh, the actor that the, that played it, the clown, oh, yeah, he yeah. actually did the clown thing and going, that guy is he is committed, that is commitment, man. And I saw uh, I saw Kyle Drogo, um, you know Aquaman. Oh Jason yeah, Momoa, Momoa dude. Yeah. I, saw, I saw his uh, Game of Thrones audition. And he was like wearing like all this like goth looking. I'm like, dude, that dude is that dude is committed, bro. I mean, think <laughs> about that, like goth clothes looking, like you know, not goth, but like you know, uh, Darth Raki. If you watch Game of Thrones yeah, before, yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, the so you see actors' choices, man. It really matters. It really does. It told totally, dude, I I was booked on a I mean I think it was a non-union commercial, it wasn't anything crazy, but I was booked because I used a toilet paper roll as a phone for a prop. Like it like little stuff like that you think is oh, I'm just gonna goof around. That's so like, oh, we loved it. Like, okay. Uh, that's that's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I love that man. I love the that you make those those choices that you start feeling the character and it's just, a, I don't know, it's just, it's part of the the fun of this job. And I, I mean, with everything you've been through in the last almost 10 years and the career that you've yeah. built, I, I like asking this in the, like towards the end of the episode. And it's, if you have, I call it a party story, but if you have an experience that stands out to you within your career that you would gladly share with friends at a party, do you have something like that? Like something that uh, maybe it was your first day on Happy Death Day or like a, a job that you you were working and uh, end up not enjoying it so much or so you know like because it was just in, insane but if you have an experience like that we can redact all names and stuff like that but do you have a story you could share dude okay hold on man this is <laughs> oh hold on, hold on let me try and see oh, oh my goodness now i mean that you know what i'll i, I think i'm just saying because i think i can it's funny um it's okay <clears throat> so do you remember the scene where Ryan Fan wakes up from the car, right? He starts this little day, and um, the first person he comes across is this dog named Frank. That dog Frank is 
one of my best friends. He's great. He's a great meth addict. Don't tell me. Don't don't get me wrong. He's a great meth addict because I actually was walking uh, what's it called a camera back to him. So I actually whispered because they wanted to they wanted him to like bark at me, right? So there was a command. It's called um. Uh, what was the command? What was the man? I'm so traumatized. Let me think. Oh, uh, what is it? What is the thing? <laughs> Say Frank. Hey Frank. It was like Hey Frank or something. And I I I, I lifted it because you know obviously the camera can't see me. Yeah. So he wasn't barking. Like, he's not barking. Hey Frank. 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 And he started barking. But as I got near him, he launched forward, and he bit my dick. <laughs> no. What? No. <laughs> no. 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 no, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Listen, listen. I pulled away fast. Okay, I, I was, I was like, okay. wait, what just happened? And okay. then, actually, I pulled away fast and I, I held it and watched it as I'm holding it like this, right? And then the glycam guy, he goes like this into my face. I'm like, I'm like, dude, cut! I'm like, he's still recording because his duty is to watch, to keep recording, until someone says cut. So, so then I'm like, hey. Hey Chris, man, we I, I got I got my dick got bit. And he was it's like a real comedy comedy like scene it was so funny. And he was like, oh my god, okay. Um, and then called the medic over, and then we went to the side. I'm like, I checked. I'm like, all right, we're cool, man. Let's just keep going. I don't care. He, he's a cool guy, cool kid. Good Frank, Frank, man, the dog star of the show, man. He's cool. So uh, I kept going, <laughs> and um, dude, that was crazy, dude. I'll say what's going. I mean, I don't know, man. Um. At first, it was actually a, uh, what's a fluffy dog? Like a poodle? Not a poodle. Like a uh, Pomeranian? There we go. Yeah. Because it's funny when a Pomeranian is vicious, right? That's the fun, that's the joke. Yeah, Frank, uh, he was he was a little tough, a little handsome little guy. You know, he, he looked like the one that can, can jump at you. Yeah, and that's what happened with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I, mean, I think I, you, I, just, I, you just topped every party story on the show. <laughs> Dude, dude, I, I'm like I, I don't even know it. I, I mean, to this day, you know, I'm not salty about it because it, you have to laugh about it, man. It's yeah. not, I'm not gonna cry about that, bro. I mean, worse could have happened on accident, right? I mean, I'm sure a lot more accidents happened on set. So I was fortunate enough, you know, and 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 we made a joke about it. Now we we both share a laugh, and I can make anyone laugh at that story. I guarantee you that much. Because you're like, what? What happened? I'm like, yeah, bro, it happened. It was, it was it was the tip of my my thing, man. That's that's what it is, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm remembering what's happening right now. Uh, another party story, I, I wouldn't know because that's the only one that could top everything, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, yeah, you deserve an award for that story because that, that beats oh, yeah. absolutely everything. Well, it makes gosh, it makes this next, yeah, God, this next part so much easier to ask. <laughs> it's, uh, if you have any advice for listeners of this podcast, not necessarily, you know, uh, just actors or just dancers, but people who just want to get into the arts or maybe they're in it and they want to stay in it. Like, do you have any uh, any advice you could pass along? Yes, yes. Uh, I think I, this is the number one advice. Because when, when, when you get into acting, make sure you understand why are you getting into acting. Why? Because if it's for the wrong reason, you're going to get burnt out really fast. So if you don't have any heart for it, don't waste your time. Like, do some research. Talk to yourself about it. and Say, man, do I want to do this? And then... You know, watch some podcasts like this, and you know, <laughs> you know, get some real interviews and real, real things. You know, actors do work hard. I'm just saying they do. We, you know, you worked on commercial stuff. We know it was it's a, some hard work. 
because um, it's not what you really think it is. I'll tell you that much. But you can make anything fun. You just have, you you yourself have to be what part of it. Put your heart in it. Mm. So you remember, put your heart in it. If it's not, you might want to reconsider. But always keep yourself humble. Always say yes and thank yous and pleases, man. That that and and be nice to people. Be nice. Like that is really extraordinarily like good. Be nice and respectful. That's like number one key in life, right? Be, yeah. be kind, respectful. Get your manners in. Like that. You're gonna need that, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that thing—that's it. That—that's on yeah. that's on the case closed right there, man. Yeah, and those cool. are those are those are pertinent. Those are pivotal. It's what everybody needs just to to be a human too, just to to be around other people. So I did, that's been a, a big theme on this show uh, from a lot of people too. Um, just in general, is you know, don't be a dick on set. There's no room for that anymore at all. So <laughs> well, you'd be surprised, though. You'd be surprised. Really? Like how? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've met oh, a few, man. but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. But yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I, and this this is a good caring uh, piggyback right on you. Yeah, you, you're right about that, hundred percent. Like, don't be a dick, because honestly, people will recognize you for that. You don't want that, man. You know, even even if freak the recognizing, you need to face that, man. That's that's not cool. You know, like you gotta you gotta be cool, be cool, chill, happy vibes. You know, and even if someone be a dick at you, you might just want to walk away. That's all it is, man. Yep. It's like, hey, man, <laughs> you're having a bad day, probably. Hope you get better. But I'm gonna go over here and chill with my buddy. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, what you what you eating, huh? Yeah, like I don't have to be around this. Hey, what's up, Mark? What's yeah, going on, man? Yeah. Come over exactly, here. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Mark? What's going on, man? How's 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 the oysters doing, man? Like, oh, good, man. That's like that's that gets me at lunch, literally when I'm having awkward moments. Like, right, so go over here because the crew sometimes get you know, and I get it, man. Oh crew, yeah, crew they're exhausted, hard, man. man. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. They get, they get crazy. <laughs> Again, okay, I'm gonna yeah. leave that key grip alone. Uh, hey, you guys had any? <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, 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 okay. I'll tell you one more story of a dick move. A uh, dick move story. So, yeah. uh, when I was working on the getaway driver, he, um, I was, I was doing a lot of things. I, I built a Game of Thrones, sea, a sea throne out of fucking sand. Like I just like built it, man. Like I grabbed sticks. I'll show you a picture when I have a chance. I built oh, it. Yeah. I'm so proud of it. And you know what? I wanted it to get washed up with the sea. You know, it's, gosh, this is beautiful, right? This kid, but no, it 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 got destroyed by somebody. But no one told me, so I said, okay, whatever. So next night happens, you know, it was like what four o'clock in the morning. We're filming. I'm like bored, so I take a bunch of little rocks and I start making a face. I wanted to make this kind of face. Uh, it was like a, it's one of these like this, and the eyes pointed that way. Oh yeah, I want to make that face pointing to my 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 co-star Dustin. So one one dude just came up and just kicked my rocks. I was like, "What? I I worked like thirty minutes on this. Why would you do that? I, I didn't know how to register. I was like, "What? What just happened?" So I came to my friends. I was like, "Hey, that dude just kind of destroyed my rocks." <laughs> I felt like a bully moment. Like, what's going on? What in? And then I told my that's I'm like, "Dustin, should I be mad?" Like, I didn't know how to register my emotions. Right? I was like, "Shit, yeah. do I?" Hate? He was like, "Feel up, man. You you are valid the way you feel." Uh, I think that was a dick move. On why would he do that? It's art. I'm like, yeah, I did. that's what I'm saying. It's art. He, but he kicked it and saying like this, ha, like doing like an evil laugh. I'm like, what is going on? This is like a cartoon show like right now. Like, what is going on? <laughs> my feelings are hurt. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I am known on set to build like things when I'm bored, you know, and yeah. they, everyone appreciate it, bro. Like, but yeah, that's that's about it about dick story, man. And how I handled you ass, I just ignored them. I said, man, just grab, grab some crafty. Yeah. 
man, I'm going to feel bad for you, man. And then he got chewed out by other producers because he got more salty. So, yeah, man, it gets it right behind your back later, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah well, you did the right thing. You just, you. Yeah, did, thanks, thanks, thanks. You did, you did your own thing. Like, all right, well, I don't know how to register that, but. Uh, <laughs> um, as we, uh, as we're wrapping up, man, there's, there's one yeah. last thing I want to ask you. Before we do our, our awkward goodbyes, and it's if you have anything you want me to give a shout out to for the show, anything you want me to promote, whether it's a project, whether it's an organization, a charity, uh, anything you really care about, is there something I can give a shout out to for you? Give a shout out. Okay, yeah, give a shout out to Early Risers. Early Risers and Getaway Driver. Early Risers and Getaway Driver. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, man, those two are the, uh, those are the most anticipated like shows or just films in general. Like, I'm just so excited yeah. for them uh, to come out. So I don't I don't know release date yet, but I'll email you when it comes out. I guess. <laughs> oh heck yeah! Especially, uh, I mean, if you guys end up going to Sundance for for Getaway Driver, I should be going this next year still. So uh, oh word. I'll 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 be there, man. So I'll come check it out Yo, for sure. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I, I fingers crossed to see you then, right? I oh yeah. Hard. Let's manifest it, man. Let's manifest this stuff. Well, dude, it's. Uh, I know I I took an hour of your time, but I don't want to take too much longer. But I just want to say, like, thank you for for joining me. This is uh this is coming out in October. This is the start of you know like the the spooky season podcast episode. So one, I want to say this was a this was a blast. I had so much fun chatting with you. I want to thank you. And uh, yeah, I just, I can't wait for Getaway Driver, man. I hope that gets into Sundance. Like, seriously. Thank you so much for having me, man. It was a pleasure talking to you. Great questions, man. I love, I love your questions. It's very, very just interactive and, and concrete for me to answer, man. I lo- thank you so much for having me again. And yes, we're going to yeah. see each other at Sundance Festival, yes. man. You grab it, man. We're going to yes. go there right now. I'm going to call them. <laughs> but before we do that, man, I have... I close every episode with an awkward goodbye. And have you have you seen Wayne's World? Are you familiar with Wayne's World? Uh sort of, sort of. Okay, but, but, I'm gonna essentially. I'm just gonna give you a silent Wayne's World countdown. I'm gonna do one, two, three. And when I point to you, give me your best verbal awkward goodbye, and then I'll stop the recording from there. All right, go ahead. All right, buddy, you ready? Here we go. In. I'm. I'm gonna go now. <laughs>